This episode of Contracting Conversations is brought to you by BSCAI Member Advisory. Find an industry mentor or join a peer group to take your growth and development as a business owner to the next level. To learn more about our member advisory programs and to apply for this free resource, visit bscaiorg memberadvisory. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, a podcast series from BSCAI. Through a series of interviews with entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives, this podcast aims to provide insights, trends, and tactics to support the growth and development of business owners serving the contract cleaning and facility maintenance industry. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, the official podcast of BSEAI. I'm your host, Kate Jacobson. Today, I am joined by Jerry Flug, Jr., the Executive Vice President and owner of Davis Professional Services, based on the East Coast of the United States. We discuss how Jerry and his team are using a unique strategy to navigate their clients reopening their businesses during COVID-19. Support for Contracting Conversations comes from our premier partners, 3M, Diversi, and Karcher. Learn more about our partners and their category-leading solutions for contractors at bscaiorg partners. So thank you, Jerry, for joining us today. Um, we, you've been very active in our BSCI town halls talking about COVID, and you have a really unique story about how you've been approaching reopening. Um, so first kind of tell us where are you guys based and what you've been seeing as far as uh, COVID-19 related closures and how it's been affecting your business. Yeah, so thank you for having me on. It's, um, it's been an interesting time for sure for all BSCs. Um, we're making those adjustments on the fly pretty much. Um, and um, we're based in uh, the mid-Atlantic region of the company, uh, country, I apologize, in Virginia. Um, and we're in a military town, so um, we're, it's been really interesting. Um, our area's been hit pretty hard. Um, a lot of closures of small business. Um, and thankfully, our diversity um, is across the board as far as um, we do a lot of medical, a lot of class A, and then um, some education space and a little bit of industrial. But in general, um, our medical um, has stayed open. And uh, so um, it is, um, we've been fortunate. Um, our company um, has lost about 25 to 28% of our business due to COVID. Um, um, but we've been very positive. Um, taking a lot of proactive stuff with our teammates and uh, and our customers. Um, communicating with our customers has been the key. Um, letting them know we're here for them, we're able to help them. Um, but the biggest thing is just giving them the assurance um, that we're doing the right things and that they're doing the right things as well. And so, um, so it's been it's been tough, um, but it's uh, it's definitely been. Um, uh, interesting time for sure. 
And uh, I know that you've talked a lot about your reopening plans. You kind of are taking a really unique approach to it. A lot of the country is either starting to reopen or kind of starting those phase two, phase three plans. I know in your region, it's kind of 50-50. Can you talk to me a little bit about what you guys have been doing as far as a reopening approach? Yeah, so one of the things we were doing, um, one of my... uh, business, um, community business peers, uh, is a guy that owns a sign shop. And, um, so, uh, I approached him and said, Hey, I'm getting ready to have a meeting with, um, with some building owners, facility managers, um, and the commercial leasing, leasing agents. And I would love it if you would join us. Um, because I think that, um, signage, wayfinding, signage, uh, entrance and exit, and communication is going to be a key element um, to people reopening their buildings, along with social media, all those things. So what we did is we uh, set up a Zoom meeting with, um, we had 15 to 16 of our customers, and we invited him to come in, a sign guy, and then also um, a fellow security company that came in. Um, And we went through what we're doing is a cleaning industry and a cleaning company and gave them uh, the preparation uh, tools uh, with as far as cleaning goes um, to be able to um, open and reopen their buildings in a way that is scalable with um, the state mandate. Um, and then the signage company, um, it was really cool. They were able to explain um, wayfinding signage that needed to be changed, door signage, entrance signage, bathroom signage. Um, and for several of the retail people that are on the call, even floor graphics, you know, um, uh, it's for social distancing and things of that nature. Um, on the security side, um, there were some great points made about making sure that um, you focus on um, the health of employees and watching. They've been bottled up inside for several months. And watching out for those stresses that coming back to work may bring or people that have been at home um, and now they're coming back into the workplace and what does that mean um, for them? And and we brought in our HR department to help guide people through realizing that, hey, it's important to watch out for these types of things. So um, so it was a really interesting um, uh uh, meeting. Um, we had great feedback. Matter of fact, um, it was so good that yesterday we did another one um, with about 22 churches um, in our area um, asking the same questions um, and probably on a much bigger scale. Surprised how much bigger scale. Of course, they have security issues. Um, as we know in our country, that's a big thing uh, right. is security in churches. And so um, that was a very big success as well. Matter of fact, we're, we're scheduled for two more of these in the upcoming weeks. So um, helping your customers, I think, uh, I think our current president, um, Todd, made it uh, a great point that you need to be talking to your customers because if you're not, somebody is. And, um, and th- this was a great platform for Davis for us to bring everybody together um, and share um, what are some good practical ways that you can prepare to reopen? And we use a lot of the CDC guidelines. Um, there's some communication about EPA standards as well on the cleaning side. Yeah. What are some of the big questions and concerns that people have going into these reopening models? 
Yeah, like, one of the interesting things I found actually came out of yesterday's meeting was um, with churches, and this applies at, at, at Class A buildings, medical facilities, is do I need to have someone standing at the door, wiping the door handle in between people coming in and out of the building? Um, and so there's a great discussion about different types of chemicals that can be used, that, that uh, microbands and things of that nature, um, right down to um, possibly even putting um, uh, wipes, you know, at the entrances of every door. Um, so that was one that was really interesting. Um, and another one was um, uh, uh, touchless door opening systems. Um, being able to do that, not only external doors, but bathroom doors. Um, um, that was a that was a big one for bathroom doors and office doors. And then also um, any kind of touchless water fountains and dispensers, things of that nature. Um, so it was probably one of the biggest questions is, is how do we minimize those touch points for people coming in and out of the building? I know that there's been a new invigorated focus on you know cleaning for health on making sure we're getting those high touch surfaces or using these products that are going to not only make it look clean but make it actually sanitized um sure how have you been guiding your customers into understanding the need for cleaning for health and how that can actually be implemented in regular cleaning schedules sure one of the one of the things i found surprising is is our ability during this time to educate people on the differences between cleaning, sanitizing, and disinfecting. Um, and I mean, if, if, if your company is not doing and explaining it that way, you're doing a real disservice to your customer. And so um, we've had the opportunity to be able to explain to our customers, there's a difference between these things. Um, and I, I think most BSCs that are disinfecting um, and I know for us, it happens in kitchens and bathrooms or um, break rooms and things of that nature. And, and, and the normal, the new normal is going to be disinfecting probably in a lot of areas a lot of the week. It's one of the things that we are trying to help encourage. And um, a couple of things that, you know, we are working on as we move forward is um, focusing first to make sure our cleaning process is correct internally and that all of our employees understand it and they're trained to that level um, and then educating um, not only um, inside our company but our customers as well um, and you, there's creating a whole new expectation of cleaning um, and, and there's a price for that and you know it's it's a great time for our industry to shine um, and education especially in medical and, and high-end education facilities um, they're very interested in that. And so it's a great time for you to shine to your customer, um, put a great presentation together. You know, um, it, it, I always say this, um, it presents yourself in a way that people um, at least know you know what you're talking about. And so be professional. Um, you know, we're not, we're not, most of our companies, we're not, you know, living in a van down by the river. We're working. Um, and we are professionals and we need to present ourselves that way. I know there was some talk uh, between BSCs on the town hall talking about, okay, well, like you said, kind of having presentations or having some sort of physical, if not like a handout, maybe a digital file that's saying to your customers, hey, if you're reopening, you need to do X, Y, and Z, or here are the services that we can help you with. Um, how has that been beneficial for you talking to people about reopening 
is, is it making them feel more at ease, especially since it's so stressful thinking about going back at this point? Or how, how have they been reacting to that? Yeah, any time that you can bring value to, from your business to your customer is a huge hit. Um, we have several, we took our top 10 customers and we've been creating um, rolling, what we call rolling handouts and rolling uh, printables for them to use in their business. So anytime there's a major change in the industry or CDC or EPA, um, we're communicating that. Um, and so we're trying to keep up with that, number one, which can be confusing at times. So, um, But one of the things that we did is even right at the beginning with touch point cleaning, and, you know, you say to your customer, hey, we're going to, here's how we can help you in the immediate, we're going to send over somebody to do some touch point cleaning. What's that? What does that mean? Um, and so we put diagrams together, um, and we sent them out just showing them what touch points are, you know, um, door handles, light switches, places, you know, flat surfaces that people are touching all day long. And the education of that, I'm sure most people understand it in theory, but when they actually see the visual, um, it's been very helpful. So we've done that. Um, when we are when we do our um, meet with our customers, I try if I do a Zoom meeting, I'm trying to have some kind of PowerPoint presentation just to confirm um, they can visually see what we're talking about, even if it's a picture of our employee doing it or you know uh, um, some kind of graphic that shows it um, and then breaks down what those steps that we're doing. We try to make it easy, precise, um, and, it, and what we're doing is helping our customer um, have the information he needs immediately or she needs to go into a meeting or to go to a team and say, this is what we are doing. Um, there are a lot of businesses that um, their biggest goal right now is to ensure and, and, and let their employees, not only their employees, but their customers know, we've taken these steps um, to make sure that you have a healthy and safe environment to come back to work in. And so we're doing our best to assist our customers in that way. Um, even, even we've had the opportunity now to be able to do it with customers um, uh, that are not our customers, but because of a guy may have said to someone else in another building, hey, you got to get with these guys. They have all this information. And BSC has played a huge role in providing a lot of that information, um, e even if it's in our town hall meetings. Um, just being able to sit with a pen and write down great ideas that other guys and gals are doing in, in, the, in the country um, has given me just some great ideas. And then, you know, getting the graphics put together has been an outstanding uh, communication tool. And, you know, you talk about communication, teaming, you know, to me, when I heard you first talk about teaming up with people like signage people, I'm like, that's genius because, like you said, people are going to need to know, like in grocery stores now you're seeing, you know, one-way aisles or you're seeing, you know, even like we were at Target the other day getting groceries and there was a sign that said, this is how we're ensuring that your space is clean. And they went, they broke down all the things that they were doing. And it's like, you know, as a everyday consumer, that gives you a sense of safety. Um, and so if you can kind of cross connect your skills and your services with somebody else's skills and services to kind of two birds, one stone, I mean, I think that's a really great use of your time and really good use of communication. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the great, I always, I always look at it this way, man, when I go to Disney and I take my kids to Disney in the past, I'm never lost. I'm never without understanding. When you go to Disney, there's an expectation. Um, and the same should be true about our customers to us. We should bring them as much information to the table as possible, especially 
with where our country is right now. Um, it, it's okay to be competitive in general um, with other BSCs and other industries, um, but when you are trying to build value um, and and help your customer get to get their employees back, you know, 22 million people is a lot of people out of work. Yeah, and and everybody should be working towards that. And so, so our idea of bringing those guys to the table was so that my customers could just have one meeting and have all the resource. We actually included our supplier in that meeting as well, and both of those meetings. Um, and it was wonderful. You know, one of one of the churches asked the question, "How do we clean our seating in between services? What kind of disinfectant works?" Well, it was great because we all know and understand that. You know, those poor um, uh, cushions or benches or seats, whatever they're using, um, there's really no great way to disinfect that. You can't disinfect it, and, and essentially. But he gave some great tools and great suggestions chemical-wise for churches to be able to use in between services because they're trying to figure out how to do that. Uh, same with customers. There's a lot of, uh, on, our, on our building service, on the, on the building side of it, there's a lot of customers that have, soft chairs in their conference rooms and all they're like man what if you know how do we do that and so just having that information uh and pulling everybody together allows them to have one meeting and man they walked away from that meeting and they were able to accomplish some cleaning uh, stuff that they would like to look into they were able to okay i got i've got some signage ideas that i need um and and i understand security wise here's some things i need to do for my building but also with my employees on the HR side, what should I be watching for? And so um, we and we went in with the intent, we are just giving you information and allowing people to swap stories. Um, and because I want my customers, we're in this for the long haul, I'm not in it, you know, to get rich quick and then and get out. I want my customers to go, man, you remember when COVID happened? Davis, man, they, they helped us get through that. And that that's going to stick for a long time. Yeah. For people that are, you know, in some states that are kind of, they're starting to look at, I know I'm based in Illinois, you know, we're in phase two, I think phase three mm -hmm. starts um, in June, uh, you know, it's going to be a whole kind of rolling process of people starting to reopen and get back out there. What would your suggestion be for a BSC who's maybe in a state that's not really quite there yet to reopen, but is in the next few sure. weeks or months is getting there? What would be your advice to them to kind of get that ball rolling? Yeah, well, we're in Virginia, and uh, we haven't even started phase one yet, and we're already got the ball rolling. <laughs> you're so ahead of the game. If you haven't, yeah, if you haven't started, uh, you're behind. You need to get rolling. Um, I think my biggest encouragement is communicate, communicate, communicate with your team, um, with your um, customers, um, and with potential customers. You know. I'm, I'm sitting at my desk today, and on, on Wednesday or Thursday, I typically just take my phone out, and I shoot about a two-minute video um, every Thursday to, to give to my supervisors and my employees just to update them on what's going on and to give them the assurance that what they're doing is helping our community get back to work. Um, you know, we're, we're very uh, – I think the light is going to turn – it already has turned on to the BSC community, and – um, I'm a huge champion of this industry because I love to see people win. I don't want people to work two and three jobs to make ends meet. Um, you know, we, we, we help our, our, our employees with um, training in their finances, all those things. We're not a huge company because we take time to build people. 
Um, and so we're, we're growing, um, and that's paying off, paying off for us. And so my encouragement would be um, to, to be in communication with your customers um, and say, what can we do to help you? Um, and use your networking, your resources to help um, your customers. And that makes you invaluable. You're kind of the go-to person. It doesn't always have to be about cleaning. Um, it can, you know, like we, we mentioned, I, you know, I brought the sign guy in, I brought the security guy in, we brought in the supplier. Um, and our next meeting, we've had that question um, of uh, energy efficient, what does that have to do with this COVID thing? Well, there's, you know, there's a lot of companies who are trying to figure out, okay, UV lighting, what does that do now for these kinds of viruses? Do we need to change over that? And so my, my encouragement would be to, to be proactive, get ahead of it, and if all else, just in your communication. Right. Um, that would be a big deal. So. Yeah. And like reach out to your chamber of commerce. I yeah. 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 I had a, uh, uh, my lawyer, I called him about the PPP program just to ask some questions. And he goes, hey, man, have, have, you, have you met the, the mayor yet? And I'm like, I don't, oh. you know, <laughs> no, I haven't, you know. And he said, hey, I'm going to hook you up with him. Um, you need to you need to just let him know what you guys are doing in the city and all. So we, I sent him an email, you know, per a lawyer, and uh, we had an opportunity to to talk over the phone. And it was amazing that you know, you know, people just look at oh, you're just a janitorial company, and they don't realize at what level of professionalism you operate, and how you organize, and how you run your business, and how big this industry truly is. Um, and we've, we've built some great, great bridges in our community just with that phone call two weeks ago. And uh, matter of fact, the city manager may be on our call in two weeks, which is just mind blowing to me. You know, awesome. I'm like, I would never interact with those guys, I'm sure. So, um, and I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I don't do a lot of hobnobbing in the community. You know, I'm, I'm working, training and loving and guiding our people to be better in their own lives. And so it's kind of an interesting interesting thing so yeah I mean it just goes to show you though like the power of communication the power of positivity and also the the people are realizing like you said the importance of we're not just janitors you know we are people that are maintaining these facilities for health for safety for a lot of different things and we're really an important part of this COVID-19 puzzle oh absolutely a hundred percent if I tell everybody for every nurse that walks out of a room, every doctor that walks out of a room, there's probably one or two, um, you know, front end field uh, employee cleaners that are going in and get that room ready for the next patient. And so we're just as important and viable um, as, as anyone else on that team. And I think the medical industry is starting to shine a light on that as well. I think they're saying, hey, what about the janitors? These people are doing everything they can um, to help keep our facility clean. So. Well, great. This has been really helpful. Um, hopefully people can get some good info out of this and start starting their opening plans yesterday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and, and get going down. I'm watching all of you to make sure you do it right because we don't start till late. So I have the benefit of seeing what mistakes are made across the board and, and then hopefully we don't repeat those. So but thank you, Kate, for having me. It's been, it's been a real honor and a pleasure. Oh, well, thank you. Well, that concludes our podcast for the day.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Contracting Conversations from BSCAI. If you liked what you heard and you want to find out more or to listen to previous episodes, head over to bscaiorg podcast. There you can also subscribe to our newsletter so you never miss industry news, updates, and great tips. Subscribe to Contracting Conversations on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about our community on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube.